In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Sound check, sound check. Yeah, one, two, one, two, one, two. It's currently 1219 in the AM. It's Sunday, <laughs> November 3rd. <sighs> Why are we doing it this time? Funny Dang. story. Uh, we recorded this podcast at about 4 p.m. this afternoon on Saturday, the 2nd of November, 2019. That's it. You crank that beer. Um, however, by the end of the one hour recording, not to mention the little bits in between where we're editing, uh, we lost said recording literally as you went to save it it was literally for me it was heartbreaking you chose to just bottle it i was very heartbroken (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i don't want to feed into this emotion right now i've got to get ready to go out and i just put all my energy into that and realized damn that sucks one hour of our time we're gonna have to do this again we don't have tomorrow let's do it tonight when jade gets home and you get home and the reason we didn't out. re-record immediately is because, yes, we had a we nice had, yeah, little we evening planned with le- uh, f- friends who were closer with you. I haven't seen them in quite some time. And I, yeah. I actually bought a special outfit with the flamingos on it just so I could be like, what's up? <laughs> what's I, up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> I called it the goth party animal outfit. but uh, As you do. It's all black just with pink flamingos. It's pretty. Uh, there's a bit of green happening on there. Yeah, okay, but uh, it's because of the flamingos. But yeah. love a flamingo. So this is part two. Yeah, this is two. us recording again. Jade's Fuck. cooked. I'm, I, I'm floating. Not going to lie. I It's it's 12.21 a.m. and I'm many rums in. <laughs> I've also had some Jamisons and some Your beer. Your first night on the rums. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, a bit of uh, Sailor Jerry. Yes. Thank you. Dry and lime. Dry and lime. On some beautiful ice. From the Exeter Hotel. <laughs> and then we ended up at Distill because... <laughs> Jade met a very lovely DJ at the Exeter Bar who was sobering herself up, ready for her 10 p.m. set. Because you can only DJ if you're half cooked. Her words. Her words. She agrees. Um, And I somehow convinced the rest of us, including Kelly, to come to Distill. Don't know where Kelly was as of 35 minutes late. (laughs) We lost her. But nonetheless, we were on the dance floor having a... A great I'm not going to explain time. who Kelly is, and you're not either. No, I'm not. But it I'm not. Cont- if you were there this evening, that's kind of a good get, is all I'm going to say. We I did didn't well. join you because... No. You went home uh, earlier, opened up the house for well, me. Well, here's what happened. I Do went. Tell. I only went out this evening knowing that, because you kept saying it's going to be an early one. So I deliberately <laughs> wore... Right. <laughs> I deliberately wore flip-flops knowing that... Oh, my God, you wore flip-flops. You're like, I'm like, dude, you might need to change your shoes because some of these people have standards. Like, it's the Exeter. It's the mate. Exeter. They used- like, he proved me right. They let him straight on in. No yeah. questions at all. I, I'm a well, I used to go there a lot of times with my friend Danny. And uh, it was kind of just the go-to place because uh, the Austral was always full. Exeter was just... Austral was full, yeah. It's just easy to get a, a table at the Exeter. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm well aware of what their standards are. Now... This is Speaking a pop of, culture uh, podcast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we're going to get to the pop culture now. It is season four, episode four, 
and we haven't recorded in two weeks. We thought we'd give it a bit of time to <laughs> we actually recorded in two, <laughs> two hours. In two, it's been actually a few hours. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. Technology. Damn it. Uh, if it's a calendar day, technically. Yeah, true that. But uh, we, yeah, haven't recorded in two weeks to, just to give us enough time to actually see a few things, finish a few things, go to see something more current. So our episode will focus on Zombieland 2, Rhythm and Flow, Toy Story 4, and WWE 2K20. 2K20. Well done, Jade. I saw you not struggling at the end there, but you kind so of, your <laughs> eyes look like they needed some assistance. <laughs> to do this all with my eyes closed but i'm so articulate right now it's not even it's actually kind of terrifying you you're more coherent penultimate yeah (laughs) you heard me we're gonna use that word soon enough oh wow that's a callback to me when i used it once in this exact episode that no one's heard yet because it got deleted after it was recorded and it was very depressing so we drowned our sorrows in whiskey and uh that's well, you, why we're here at 1224. You went whiskey, I went rum, and now I'm on Quite intoxicated, not going to lie. Cooper's sparkling ale, which, wow, I slurred my way through that. Hashtag also, sponsor us. When, when I left you and I was like, man, I'm yeah. not even, I, I do not feel a thing. The moment I stood up, it's like the cigar yes. hit me as well. I was spinning. Yeah, we're having some sh- sherry have, cigars. I was having, I was trying, I can't even speak now. I was trying to have a conversation with dear old Skusi in the car on the way home. And yeah, I yeah. Was, I was kind of like swimming through my words. I was like, wow, actually, I am actually, I'm having a good time right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go I was like, I'm going to go it's home and dopest. watch Snowden and have a few more beers. Now, speaking of things you've watched, what have you tuned into over all the last right. two weeks? All right, all right, all right. Hashtag McConaughey. Gonna learn today. Actually, I was doing Kevin Hart being uh, his dad. Oh. But no, I can do, I can do. I'll do McConaughey at some point. I'll just bust that. So... Zombieland Double Tap, which we'll get to later, which we watched together yep, on the we'll cinema. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit of deeps. Uh, Taxi Driver. Yeah. Which... <laughs> New Blu-ray purchase. Yes. And I, I watched it when you were out on your beautiful sound system. And I realized uh-huh, uh-huh. that I'd never seen the entire movie before. Y- y- you're yeah. looking at me like you've told no, me I'm this before. No, I'm not really looking at anything. <laughs> but we're going to just be re-saying everything we said earlier. So Taxi Driver... To us, yes. No one else will know. First, like a very early Scorsese film. It was good to see kind of like his roots, essentially. Didn't realize Sybil <laughs> Shepard was Root. in it. You can respond like you said, was Sybil Shepard in it? Sybil Shepard was in it? Yeah, what? she was. Legit don't remember that because I have seen that film. But it was good because uh, I'm a huge Harvey Keitel fan, huge Robert De Niro fan, huge Martin Scorsese fan. Yep. Always have time for Jodie Foster... Because she's amazing. Legit 13 year old. And at she the time. was a legit 13 year old playing a, a legit 13 year old prostitute who. And she, I was just like, I was literally sucked in. I was like, I'm not. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. I'm not going to say. It. Actually, I will. The guy who tried to kill a president because he thought that's how you'd get noticed by Jodie Foster. Yeah. Like in real life because of this fucking movie. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was so just like, weird. I was watching it and I'm like. This kind of performance, like um, the sick people in the world will think that that's what you're supposed to do. But I was just like, in my, you know, my, my sense of humor, I was like, yeah, no wonder that happened. But uh, yeah, watch Taxi Driver. Gone in 60 Seconds. Watch that for the first time in like a good six years. I was like, you're like trying to convince me to rewatch that with yeah. you. I'm like, man, I watched that recently. It was probably like two the, two years ago. But and if, if, seeing you said you watched it recently mm-hmm. with Tim, how, when was the last, how long I didn't watch it? it with Tim. I rewatched uh, it by myself. Huh, I'm going to say it's at least a year ago, but to me, that seems very recently. Good movie. Nicolas Not Cage, bad. Giovanni Ribisi, yes. A young Timothy Oliphant. Scott Kane is his name. Khan. Khan, you do it. Robert Duvall. Yeah, very good, good cast. cast. Yes, watched Ocean's 8. 
Sandy B, you know me. I'm That's just using a Cardi B line there. All we need to say about it. Between yeah. Two Ferns, the movie. Zach Galifianakis, Netflix. Correct and wonder. Watched uh, Disturbia for the first time in quite Disturbia. some time. Disturbia. What's that song that's in it? Such a lonely day. And, and it's, it's mine. mine. My voice is a little more scratchy after we sing. Such a loneliest day of my life. <laughs> and if you go... I will I go. I want to go with you. Okay, we'll stop there. Toy Story 4, which I watched with you. The Kitchen, which I also watched mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Banging soundtrack in the kitchen. Banging. 70s. 70s. Yes. Okay, think of 70s music. The Chain, Fleetwood Mac was uh, one of my favorites that appeared. And they played it twice. Yes. Then again in the credits. Very good. Tiffany Haddish, Melissa McCarthy, and your mate from Handmaid's Tale. Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie was a little bit all over the place, but I thought the soundtrack bit slow, was good. Good ending, good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched Spider-Man: Far From Home for the first time on your 4K, and the I, old 4K. I'll be referencing our lost podcast here. I, uh, <laughs> the only thing I noticed we've had a couple of those from the 4K was actually the load screen. Put that pen down, young lady. Stab some of it. Uh, watch Parenthood, which has a young Joaquin Phoenix. In I know, it. and I'm like, he's like 15 in it or something. Yeah, it's and on Netflix. Again, like, like it's watching Jodie Foster. I was watching it. I'm like, damn, he fucking acts the house down. And literally just now, as of six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes ago, I finished watching <laughs> Snowden, featuring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You know who else was in it? You, who? You. For uh, those gifts. Shailene Woodley. Well, someone you knew who that? I didn't realise, but I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, this is a nice nice young lady. But you got me two Nicolas Cage movies for that day. Mm-hmm. Did you know mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage was in Snowden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that, but I, I It's essentially forget. a cameo, but he as soon His as name he was comes there, up. I was like, <gasps> yeah. and you know who else is in it who I love? Nope. The Oliphant, Timothy. Oh, Tim. No, I didn't know that one. Yeah. I'd heard about Cage, but not Oliphant. So essentially, uh, I kind of got sucked out. Like I lost all interest the moment it started because it said this is a dramatization of true events, and I was like, "Okay, I can deal with this." But then, I got this. one of the opening things is there's uh, what do you call it? Like uh, a journalist and a documentarian person who mm-hmm. are waiting to meet up with the Snowden guy. Yeah, and. They're like, is that him? And it's clearly not him. And they're like, is that him? And it's clearly not him. And they're all like, he's a young guy, you know. Like, we should be looking out for young guys. And then they cut to, a, like, someone from behind. Yeah. And it's a single hand. And he's solving in a Rubik's Cube. With what? One hand. Yeah, because it's like, this guy's a genius. Right. So I was just like, okay, that's the kind of movie I'm getting into. And then once I realized it's Hollywood, I really enjoyed it. But very good movie. Based on true events on Edward Snowden. Yeah. And yeah. to a lesser extent, his now wife, Lindsay Mills. So, yeah, very good movie. Nice. And How about oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I did this last, in the, in the episode that never was. I've started Walking re-reading Dead. Thank Walking you. Dead. You're up to book five. Thank you. The They're chunky graphic novels. So Beautiful graphic novels. He is loving it. He has stated it's better than a TV show. I concur. And uh, he's borrowing my books because I've, I've got up to volume 12. So he's... Up to five, and he's got plenty of uh, room to go, so it's very exciting. Speaking of reading comics, I have read Runaways, Marvel's Runaways, volumes one, two, and three, and have ordered the next volume that includes four, five, and six, and just having a look at how it compares to the TV show that's on Hulu and resurfaces for season three in 
December on the 13th. So I've actually enjoyed those a lot. I've been lending them to a year nine of mine, actually. So shout out to Asha, um, who's really enjoying them. How Probably do you spell that? A-S-H-A, Asha L. Langer. I'm not sure of the background on it. Don't ask me that. Wait, but wait, wait, a name like Asha doesn't seem like it's possible because it sounds like no, like a war chant. Asha, Asha, Asha. Yeah, in the same class, we've got a boy named Ashton. So it's like a ash theme running through it. I can't um, uh, I can't get behind a name like that because of Kutcher. You just... Nah, this is true. I don't even associate <laughs> with that. But uh, in the last couple of weeks, I saw Zombieland 2 with you at the cinema. But a couple of days before that, I was like, damn, Tuesday night, nothing to download. So I watched Zombieland, the original, Jeez. just to sort of prepare for the sequel and know... Where that one finished and where the next one we should take off. We don't advocate downloading here at the podcast, by the way. That was a legit... I have that on Blu-ray. And, of course, we saw the second one in the cinema. Um, so, that was good to rewatch just in preparation for the sequel, which we'll talk about in a little detail later. Um, Rhythm and Flow is another feature of this episode, so I'll talk about that later. With my year nines, I watched the documentary Super Size Me, which was released in 2004 the same year in which they were born as year nines. So that's a little scary knowing we were in year 12 that year. Yeah, that's the year we graduated. Yep, but uh, they had never seen that docker before and it gives an insight to McDonald's and the fast food world. And I'm coming home that night. That same night, Monday, (laughs) right? I'm coming home and I'm pulling up, coming up to Henley Road, got to stop at the lights on Tapley's to turn right. I see two chicks standing at the traffic lights. I'm like, I reckon, I reckon that's Ella and Jess from my class, the same class I had that morning. Yes, I can confirm it was those two, especially as they started to approach the approach my side of the traffic lights. I'm going, if that's them, I'm going to wind my window down. It was. They keep coming this way. I'm like, oi, you're telling me you're eating Hungry Jacks after I showed you Super Size Me this morning? They're like, yeah, we just have a like, you know, like, you know, the frozen Coke and I, I just got an energy drink, but we're walking home, so it's all right. I'm like, oh my God, they missed the point. I'm surprised they didn't okay. use the argument of, yeah, miss, but that was McDonald's. This is Hungry Jack's. <laughs> it's different. It's different. I'm like, yeah, it's called Burger King there. Hungry Jack's, Jack's here. They had no idea. It was pretty funny. Um, Saw Toy Story 4, but we'll talk about that de- in a bit of detail later. I watched The Kitchen with you, as you said. I went to a Grinspoon gig last Saturday night. How was it? So, so good. They've obviously been in the biz for 25 years now. Their performance musically, vocally is stellar. Just there at the entertainment center. So, really, really enjoyed myself there. One of the smaller rooms, right? The small room on the side, but hundreds and hundreds of people there. I don't know what the count was. I was just saying for ambience because oh, I've, so I've good. been there when uh, Queens of the Stone Age oh, wow. have been in That's like awesome. the main arena part, yep. but it's just the floor essentially that's yes. been sold sort of general mission. doesn't ruin the atmosphere but oh, you look around not. and you go like wow they could have done a lot more here so i like the the feel of a pack i house. do as well i've been there before to see parkway drive and kill switch engage so it's definitely for that taste of chaos all the audience no it's not called that at all yeah it was was uh, this a couple of years ago this was this year ah there you go yeah yeah, yeah. this was this year um, I watched the last episode of Secret Bridesmaids Business, which was a six-episode mini-series featuring featuring Abby Cornish, shot in uh, friend of the Victoria. Podcast. Well, friend that's, of the podcast. That's um, the the rumor part of yeah. news and gossip. I watched it for Katie McGrath, who's actually 
Irish and on Supergirl as Luna Letha. Luther? Lena? <laughs> I was Luther? like, wait, there's a Letha now? Because I remember when they had Lana Lethal? Lang on um, oh, Smallville. And I was like, Lana Lang? Sounds like that, Lois Lane. No, 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 no. I was just, the way you said yeah, it, I was wow. like, are they just really not trying anymore? Anyway, sorry. Wow. I have a very distinct line there. I don't know what that is. Anyway. Um, that wait, is very distinct. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We just found a, a strange line uh, on kind my, of like near below Jade's my bicep. bicep. Yeah. yeah, on my left arm, so not the strong arm. So the one she's holding the mic with, though. So yeah, I don't know what maybe that tells I'm flexing me. right now, and you just don't know. It. <laughs> um, <laughs> so drunk. Okay, the line on your arm just kind of hijacked the podcast. Here. That's all right. That's all right. We're back. We're back. I finished season three of Handmaid's Tale, which finished airing in August this year, August the fourteenth. Um, and I finally caught it all up through SBS iView. Um, the finale was awesome. A little bit slow this season, but overall really good for the finale. And Scusi and I finished season one, eight episodes in total of Veep, starring Julia Louise Dreyfus playing the vice president of the United States of America. So we finally finished that, which was good. I loved recently listening to her on Conan's podcast yeah. and um, they do a thing because it's Conan O'Brien needs a friend uh-huh. and at the start they say, hello, my name is whatever and then they there's like a little guitar thing and then it goes, and I feel something, something about being Conan's friend. Yes, that does uh, ring so, a bell. And Julia goes, hello, my name is Julia Louis. Oh, shit. And then it does the guitar thing. And then uh, Conan goes, you just had a meltdown. Uh, She's like, I was worried about not pronouncing my name properly. And then I didn't. <laughs> it's just <laughs> hilarious. Oh, man. Now, she's really good. So that's just finished airing its seventh season, which is the series finale for the show. So it's wrapping up. So The ultimate. We've only got, yeah. Penultimate. <laughs> we've only got the six seasons to go. But they're really short. And only 25, 30-minute episodes through HBO. So... Very achievable. Uh, that explains all the swearies. Yep. Fuck. Be up and let me go. A hundred percent with the flow. I'm ready to blow. Hurry up and let me go. Hurry up and let me go. Something in the water, something wrong. Something don't feel right. Something going on. We strong. We strong. Yeah. D-Smoke in the house. It's our boy D-Smoke and that is our lead in to talking about one of our main stories from this week, Rhythm and Flow, which is a Netflix original that uh, just aired its 10th and final season. 10th and final episode? Yep. First season. Yep. Hosted by Tip T.I. Harris, Chance the Rapper and your girl Cardi B. Cardi B, you know me. I'll make money move. Yeah, you got me. You know, me. my favorite thing that you pointed out when, because yeah. I only got in on the last three episodes. You did, you did. Uh, but she was, at this when they do the live performance stuff or when they're judging, uh, they come out to their own music. And yeah, they one, do. one of the things was like, Cardi was I like booty sex. And you were like, I love you. Did I? Yeah, I don't remember that. You just that. lost it. And I was just like, yeah, oh, okay. Oh, dear. 
No, so we are talking about Rhythm and Flow today for a little bit because we've just finished watching it. And I'm so glad I got in on those last episodes. And it's a yeah, good show, I've man. been watching it since the start. They released the first four reps up at one point uh, about a month ago. I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but yeah. I literally got comfy because you had the air conditioning on. Yeah, true was, that, true that. It's but, been a hot and, week. And you're all of like, weeks. just stick around. You love hip hop. Watch and it, I'm, watch it. And I'm like, man, I'm not down with this trap type of stuff. And then D Smoke rolled oh. D Smoke was one of my faves, and we're mentioning this name because he ends up winning the title of Rhythm and Flow's next big rap hip hop artist. Um, and he won $250,000 uncontracted. Yeah, non contractual $250,000. Yep. Quarter of a million. He can do whatever he wants Chance with that. the rapper said, man, the best thing you can do with that cash is invest in yourself. And I really hope he does. It was great advice. And just jumping the gun a little bit, Soundwave, who said he, he's going to be, you know, making will be more than happy who worked with him as a producer on the original was like this this guy is legit a legitimate musician would work with him again hit us up if you need um and so i'd been watching it since the start and you tuned in in bits and pieces throughout coming in and out of the living room seeing me watch it going oh yeah i get it i get it like it sucks me in every time i walked in i was like oh yeah because the music the music was so much fun um, and and then you sat and watched the last three eps with me. When you said it was like another singing contest, I, I tuned out immediately. But then yeah. you, you said you watched it and you're like, it's leaned so far away from Correct. Things voice. like The Voice, X Factor and American Idol were a very familiar format to those mainstream audiences where we're used to getting those auditions and things and then battles and singing competition to fight to the end for one winner. But what we liked about this is it was exclusively rap and hip-hop. It wasn't anything else. And it did feel a bit like the format of those shows I just mentioned. In the early episodes, the first four episodes, where they're just um, taking auditions and looking into the backstories of the contestants who were participating in the show. Um, And then it really just sort of moves away from that feel, especially because it's not a live TV show on mainstream TV. It's a Netflix show. It doesn't have any, we'll be back after this break. Which added to the charm big it time. It did. You it just... sort of played on that a little bit in the last three eps. Like, and the person leaving is, you open that beer, and they rely on you hitting next on the the following episode to actually find that answer, which was easy enough to do because it was Netflix. They were all there. It's great. Exactly. You yeah. could just hit it and stop it if you needed just to find that answer. I mean, or there was continue a staggered release, but when all that shit happened, it was all there. And staggered. They've still put three eps up at once. So you really got a, a big part of the show each time that they put new episodes up. And they only did it on two occasions, three occasions in total. They actually uploaded new content because they put up four, three and three in total. Um, so it has that similar format, but moves away from being an on 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 contracted two hundred fifty k and no yeah, ads. Yeah, keep going to say two hundred fifty mil. Yeah, <laughs> it just sounds better. Imagine that you'd really be fighting. For you could just retire immediately. I'll invest the, a little yeah. money over here, and I'm done. And the winner was D Smoke, which is a little bit of his music you heard leading into this segment. Um, and he was one of my favorites from the very beginning. He was a little bit Ooh, older than finest. everyone else, around 33, very kept, composed. That's the age that kept coming up yep. for the thing. So he's our age, which is cool. He's our age. So he's he very composed, same very smart, a definite musician, plays piano, plays Comes the from guitar. a musical family. His exactly. mother, uh, you know, was a, a touring backing vocalist for people like Michael Jackson yeah, and Stevie re- Wonder yep, and shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, really big um, musical family. Loves and the And... 
incorporated a bit of Spanish into his rap as well, which is always very Mexican, impressive. Which is cool as shit. Like yep. that, that he's bilingual. Tiny v appreciated that. Yeah, and like you said, the, the chance the rapper thing. Yeah, he really it. appreciated incorporating rap into his music and understanding that the Spanish rap rhymed and then even the translation into English also so rhymed. rhymed. Which is it's difficult like to do because... Yeah, uh, very, very smart man. Even the words don't translate the same most of the time. So that's yeah, that's just true. monumental. And each episode they had sort of some sort of challenge to actually execute. One episode was shoot a video clip that actually showcases a, an original song and tells Young them Black a little Michelangelo. bit more about you. Uh, another song was Rap Battles. Another song. Another episode was Rap Battles. Another one was Create Your Own Sample. Another one was Perform Live with a Current R&B Artist. That was a fun episode. Which I was loved very that. good. They had to actually perform live in, I can't in front of a big audience. I can't even remember who Smoke performed with. I, th- uh, I don't either. Miguel was his name. Oh, yes. Yep. yep. Uh, I wasn't aware of who he was, but th- I loved that. They opened the episode with that. and I'm not saying it went downhill after that because that... Um, song that uh london b did oh, with so good. uh yeah. rose in harlem or whatever yes yep that was great I and mean, even great. though she stumbled in that episode man that was a she fucking did solid and we track. saw d smoke stumble in his in the penultimate which is, episode which uh, old mate uh shit talk about the judges ti or chance yeah, said chance. he's just like uh that even though that happened, that's still my favorite song up to yeah, this point. Yeah, it was a great song and yeah. performance. It was executed well up to the point where he sort of just blanked out and couldn't chime in until a little bit later. But he still had one of the best songs on the night and that's what they sort of voted for in considering him moving forward. So so something I've noticed both times, <laughs> we came kind of in underprepared with who the final four were. Yeah. We knew it was D Smoke London B. Troy uh, Man and Troy Man. Real Talk. Real something, something Real Talk. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Thank you. I just want to again, mm-hmm. the lost episode. Troy Man went out first. He did. London B was Third, then axed. you want to call it. And again, real I talk. think Real Talk was fucked over hard in this in this announcing of the winner. Right. Because Troy Man and London both got to say, like, you know, oh, it was an experience... Right. Um, I'm so happy to be here. I'm doing this for my family. All this kind of shit where real talk, whatever the fuck his name is, basically got treated like a bitch. And yep. then D-Smoke was just like, yeah, of course laugh. I'm fucking happy because yeah. I just won this amazing contest. People are finally getting title, my content. I've got money. Look, at my family's here mm-hmm. representing Inglewood, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a huge thing to someone who's not a part of that. But, you know, rappers are so much about where they're from and how they grew up and what kind of life they lived. And it's just like, wow. And that poor fucking Mexican kid, whatever, yeah. the, that Drake wannabe motherfucker. They, he was really good. Like, he never stuffed up once in a battle, in the video, in any of the live performances. Came, to, I didn't like him because he came he, across as fake. He was a bit cocky as well. I wouldn't even say that. I no? just He just seemed like he was just trying to please everybody. Like, I, I didn't call that cockiness. But I only saw those last three episodes. So you true that, true that. He had, he had a cocky vibe. But he was, again, 33 years of age, a lot older, been doing it for a long time, looking for his break, had a, fa- a family that he's trying to raise. Um, but, yeah, it was a very good do you know what series. He, do you know what his problem was? What? He didn't know, like, nine languages and shit. He probably <laughs> know karate. karate. Look, Cardi B was definitely a highlight of that show as one of the judges, the stuff she would say. You sort of have a bit of a, an idea or you think you have an idea of who she is with all of her beef and her very 
hard lyrics and she likes booty sex stuff like that we're like oh she's this sort of person but really she's a big softy she struggled to say goodbye to people as they were being evicted from the show um she really connected with london b as a mother as well as a young mother uh and she had some funny one-liners throughout the series like the karate line and how do you know so many good words how do you know many big words i went to prison a lot of time to read um, That's yeah. my impression of TX. Yes, syllables. If you like Cardi B, you'll definitely like the show because you get to see a lot of her, hear a bit of her music, and she's really quite supportive of a lot of the rappers. And she said on Ellen the other day that she's looking to sign a couple of them. So hopefully that includes someone like London B, and we can see them on uh, on some tracks soon. But D Smoke, we hope you have a mixtape out real soon because yeah, we will both support that. For and the listen love, to it. please blow up because he worked with. Soundwave. Yeah, that's right. He was a producer that helped him on the show. Yeah, I wasn't aware I was so familiar with his producing because he's worked with my favourite rap mm. collective, Black Hippie, which is Kendrick's Kendrick. crew. Which is it does have a Kendrick vibe. J-Rock, uh, Schoolboy Q, Absol, all those guys. And they're all from the same part of the world, you know, South Central. Yep. Um, you know, Kendrick's Compton. But, you know, Inglewood's like, that, that. they're all the family. In that you area. Know, Snoop's probably going to come in and be like, yo, D-Smoke going to smoke with Snoop Dogg. And That's Smokey it. Dude. You had a lot of cameos from, from, from rappers throughout the series. So Snoop Dogg was in the pilot episode. And then, you know, when they go to New York to audition with Cardi B, you've got Fat Joe and Jadakiss alongside of her to help her pick who goes through the next stage and who doesn't. I thought it was cool. I, uh, I don't know if they were in Atlanta or anything. They were? Okay, cool. Uh, one episode I walked in, I just saw Big Boy there from Outcast. I was yeah. like, <gasps> I was just like, ah! He was there with T.I., right? They, yeah. yeah they, it was just like, they're here from my age demographic. And uh, Chance was there representing Chicago. People like Kanye West come from there, so everybody was representing. But it's a really great show, especially if you uh, love rap or hip-hop definitely check it out it's on netflix it's very accessible there's only 10 episodes so it's not too much of your time um and there's definitely some quality music throughout all of it some of it there's a soundtrack on apple music yes thank you for pointing that out which has the top eight contestants songs that they recorded for their videos um which includes the song we just played for you all by d smoke yes let me go and we will finish this segment with another d smoke track uh, moving into some news and gossip. That sounds lovely. Let's do it. Keep it 100, I'll be feeling like Capo Super White Rice. Big chicken with the skin on. Lowry's with black pepper. I'm full of season with half the effort. Ask my nigga Mads where I've been on. I'm a pit with a bunch of labs in the kin on. Pop a stick, used to pull it back till he went on. Drop a fifth and reach in the He's not a friend of the channel, but he can very easily be because we love him. Um, we, he can't smoke. sponsor us because unless he just wants to start handing out any of that quarter of a mil. But we love D Smoke. We do. And he's I hope, one of my faves. I hope we're not ruining his reputation. <laughs> <laughs> but he is going to take us into some news and gossip uh, for this episode of Not Another Podcast. Cloak and Dagger has been cancelled after its second season, a free form free form original boom canned boom boom see you later it is obviously they are making a cameo in a new episode of marvel's runaways which boom, marvel's runaways boom 13th of december so it will be the last that people see of them 
in terms of new content. Unfortunately, they're just not going to have a season three, unlike Runaways, on Hulu le- next month. Wait, seeing this is Marvel, is this all got to do with the, the Marvel Disney situation? I don't know, because that's not... Yeah, no. It's nothing to do with that. Okay, it just was not... Is the easy answer, I okay. guess. Um, The Joker, or it's just called Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, has surpassed Deadpool as the highest grossing R-rated superhero villain whatever film i think it was just or just i think r-rated film yeah because nice billions in the box office for an r-rated film. it's making good good money and it's obviously a contender for the upcoming academy awards um the chernobyl creators a series both of us have heard a lot about and have been recommended but have not watched for ourselves yes um their creators are looking to reboot the pirates of the caribbean series those films very strange which as you were saying before could include a jack sparrow a captain jack sparrow but But would initially include a bit of johnny depp so i don't know what that looks like why we even need that like let's come up some original shit exactly Uh, i think it's good seeing the fourth one of those i need to you know there's five five okay maybe i haven't seen the fifth one then i haven't seen the fifth there was one two three the fourth has penelope Maybe, but it yep, definitely doesn't it definitely have does. Orlando or yeah, Kieran. Yeah, yeah, that's and then the, the last one. one yeah. They okay. promoted the fuck out of Kieran Orlando, but they were like in it at the end. Oh, no shit. That's the one I haven't seen. Um, so I don't know what that looks like or why we need it, but apparently it's it's definitely happening. Uh, Felicity Huffman has been released um, after 11 days of imprisonment of a 14-day sentence. sentence. After the old college scandal where these celebrities have paid for their children to get into colleges um, outside of their own merit. What a load of BS. Including the girl from the lady from Full House who's currently pleading not guilty. Right. I think it's part of why Huffman only got 14 days because she came forward and said, look, I'm going to just admit what I did, plead guilty, etc." Ask me that question you asked me in the last I episode. I don't know. Okay. Ask me how was. you feel as the child. How, yeah, how would you feel as the child of someone who's paid your way there? It's not, you're not in that role on you're your own merit. An, you're already an entitled white person. There it is. There Moving on. Uh, Jane Fonda has been arrested for the yes! fourth time for yes! her protests against climate change. On the third occasion, she was with Ted Danson. On the fourth... She's our own little Gretel. She was with... Is that her name? Greta. Greta. Yeah, Greta. Tom, Tom, yeah. I don't know. Greta, Greta. On the fourth occasion, she was with Rosanna Arquette and Catherine Keener. So there's a lot of celebrities joining the, the protest. Who is Catherine Keener? Because I... You Dude, were like, you know, I can't think of one single fucking film. Is it Keener with a K? Keener. She's in everything. K-E-E-N-E-R. She's in a lot of stuff. She does a lot of independent film. She's never in mainstream, ever. And you'll recognize her 100% as soon as you see her picture. Um, Pearson, which was the Suits spin-off featuring Gina Torres, has already been cancelled after its first season of 10 episodes aired um, and will oh, not longer exist. Keener. Coming back to Keena, he has now recognized her thanks to IMDb.com. You should have just said 40-year-old version or Get yes. Out. Oh, you're the love it. interest in 40-year-old version, yeah. Get Out. I know her from a Jennifer Aniston film called Friends with Money. Um, but again, that's an independent film, which she sort of uh, specializes in, if you will. She's a phenomenal talent, I'll tell you that. She's and uh, the rest of the news and gossip has got to do with WWE, so hit us up, All right. MJK. So this was way more volatile when we were recording earlier. Right. But, um, so different. All right, so... Let's just put all our eggs in the basket. Oh, again. the Saudi Saudi Arabia still right? hasn't been resolved, but apparently they're on a plane, and that will make sense. 
once I finish talking. Yeah, go. Hit us up. All right. So uh, we've spoken spoken briefly on the podcast before about how the uh, the WWE has a biannually, is that twice a year? Yeah. Am I saying that correctly? For the next 10 years. So Bye. We're in... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. We're in year three of that in the Saudi Arabia shows. Uh, So this is the second Mm -hmm. show of year three. Uh, so all the talent are over there on Thursday night in Saudi Arabia. They do a show, very problematic show because of it's te- everyone's saying, "Oh, it's blood money, yada yada yada." It's they trying to do damage control on the show by presenting uh, Tyson Fury, Cam Velasquez, and also saying, "Oh, look, we're we're not just taking blood money. We're part of change in the culture. Check this out. We're doing the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia." But the women are covered head to toe in clothing, which is respect to the culture, yep. which at the same time you can say, well, a uh, round of applause, you know, we're, we're doing everything within the yeah. limits. But then it gets really problematic when the, the crowd starts throwing bottles at the women. So, Jesus. So, I mean, water bottles. I've, I've since the last episode figured out yeah, it was. Yeah, okay, not glass. Empty water bottles. Yeah. They're still throwing them at them. Uh, and then this is where it gets really fucky and screwy. Uh, Friday, they're supposed to be doing a recording for their huge Fox deal for SmackDown. Uh-huh. Uh, with mo- And we spoke about this in the last episode that we've, we calculated it was almost 60 people. Yeah, 50 to 60 wise, wrestlers there, yeah. Not including production crew, backstage crew, crew yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Who are stranded in Saudi Arabia yeah. for what was first reported as the planes not fit, uh, whether all these mixed reports are coming out of it's since been said by everybody report wise that they're in the air and to this minute they're supposedly still in the air because it's a 17 hour flight okay well yeah yeah but there's no confirmation jesus (laughs) so they did they did a ragtag episode of smackdown which arguably is one of the is the best episode that's been on fox because they had the nxt crew invade yep. and all this kind of stuff while this cloud is over the top of it of all this uh-huh. supposedly spooky shit and um i listened to quite a few podcasts today where uh people people professionally talk about wwe and they didn't even want to touch this slightly because they're all like we can't even banter it off. We don't know what this, is happening. Yeah. Like the energy that's coming out of this is terrifying. Yeah. And a lot of the talent were, were like, yeah. uh, never again, hope to make it home. All this yeah. kind of weird shit. Like, and not in a, like a, cause they, they still had internet and Twitter and all this kind yeah. of shit, but there was, they were clearly on like a media band, but for saying certain things. Yeah. But apparently they're in the air. And okay, if good. my calculations are correct, and it is currently 1 a.m. for us. Yay. They should be landing in two and a half hours. Watch and this space. Check it out. Because obviously we won't have another episode up for one to two weeks. But hopefully if they get back safe. But we'll check in into uh, news and gossip to see where they're at. And maybe I'll uh, get on top of our Twitter account and be like, they're home. Yes, we Please are do. on Twitter now, so check us out. Uh, I mean, well, I'm supposedly on Twitter for <laughs> I'm doing but a it's very more, bad job. Moi.
tap, double tap, double tap, double tap, zombie land, double tap, zombie land, double tap, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's our lead into Zombie Land 2 Double Tap, which we saw at the cinema a week and a bit ago. It's a very current film, still airing in the cinema. Um yeah, that we saw featuring Woody Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, oh, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin, the original crew from 2009. That's right, the first one was released 10 years ago, so this one aired on its anniversary. And uh, yeah, we saw that and thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, very much so. It included some new uh, cameos slash cast um, Appearances by Rosaria Dawson. Who's homegirl I love and I think is going to blow up soon? Oh, Zoe Dutch. Homegirl's going to She's be good. Huge. She's hilarious She's going to be a leading lady in no time. Apparently, Jesse Eisenberg struggled to keep a straight face throughout many of her scenes. So, the blooper reel for that film will be great oh, once it's out on... wait. Once it's out on Blu-ray, 4K and DVD. Just a little insight to my, uh, my brain space and my humor. Every movie I ever see, ever, I say... We need to stick around to the end of the credits so we can see the blooper reel. And I'm talking to any movie. I was yep. watching Taxi Driver and Jade got <laughs> home and I was like, wait up, I need to watch the blooper reel. Scorsese <laughs> film from the 70s. There's got to be a blooper reel. Nat. Um, Rosaria Dawson, Luke Wilson. Uh, I think they're the main ones. We didn't know who the other actors were. No, that's fair. And, and, and yet another brilliant cameo by the ever-lovable Bill, Bill Murray. That's it. And that song we played in the lead into this segment was Master of Puppets by Metallica, which is the one of the opening songs of the film. And Master! We see Master! The four characters walking through a freaking cornfield just fucking up the zombies that are there and they were blowing them up. up. It's definitely a highlight of the movie. The, the action sequences seemed very heightened. They used a lot of great camera techniques and movements throughout those shots um, and used music such as that that really heightened the experience for us. And I really, really enjoyed it. We had our our moments where we got to laugh out loud in the cinema, um, as did everyone else that was there on the night um, at those setups. The trailer had a couple of the punchlines in it, but it really only gives you a taste of what the film's it about. Does, it it doesn't spoil anything. Hindsight. There is no spoilers. Like it really, it, it really doesn't have spoilers. Except for like who's rocking up, like Rosario if, and Luke. If anything, it's a thing both of us here hate on the podcast. That yeah, we feel like it's kind of like false advertising. Yeah, but it really wasn't because every trailer they released kind of made it feel like a different movie. So you're like, what am I walking into? Yeah, like yes, it's and a sequel really to know. Zombieland, but what it is, the fuck? and it's set like I don't know how many years, five to ten years, somewhere in between. Well, this is the only thing we know is. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine, who, what's her real name? Abigail Breslin. Yeah, so she was like 12 or 13 yeah. in the first one-ish. She's about she's 18, 18 now. In this okay, one. So, so real time, years. it's been 10 years. Yeah. In the Zombieland world, it's been... Been about six years, right. Go, thank you. And of course, with this time, these guys have become very, very settled with each other, but also with this new world of zombies. But in that time, also, the zombies have evolved. They've also categorized the zombies to understand what the zombies are. So one of them is the Homer yes, zombie. Yes, and it is what exactly? Oh, I'll tell you. Please. Uh, a very stupid, lackadaisical type zombie who poses zero threat. And one of the catchphrases they have for the zombie is don't waste a bullet. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because that, that dude ain't going to mess with yeah. you. You do not need he's to be afraid of the Homer yeah, zombie. He's, yeah. he's more or less going to trip he over and He wants a donut more himself. than he wants a human yes. brain. So Homer Simpson's the reference there. That's it. Yes. And another one is the ninja zombie, which is very stealth-like and very, very quick and will get you and catch you off guard. Um, the other one is... Hawking. You did this last time. I too. don't know what that is. Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah, one. right. Yeah. Stephen Hawking. So a really, really too. smart one. Because I confuse the smart one with the T8, T-800, which is the very evolved they zombie. They discover one in, in like, yeah. midst of the movie where they find out that uh, there's this kind of like super zombie who's fast and hard to kill. Very much like a motherfucking T-800. A T-800. So it has Terminator these Terminator reference, references. Which is just... And a lot of intertextual references throughout the whole film, which makes it even more fun, especially if you're a fan of films and sci-fi and all these things. And just all the Elvis shit with Woody Harrelson. And yeah. Why are you wearing Elvis' shoes? <sighs> so, so funny. And as a sequel, it holds up. It's very, very entertaining. I you get your laughs. The action sequences are great. I think we've agreed. We were impressed with it. It's, it's a five out of five. Better. Yeah. First watch. Yeah. hundred percent. Than the first one. But like we said, they've got this established world. And they yeah. only made it better. Yeah, and we're we're into this established world, and I sometimes struggle with origin stories because it's all this lead up to get to the point you want and or already know. And so you go into Zombieland two, going, all right, I already know the rules, and I already know you've, who these people are. And they keep the and charm you can jump of into all it. that yeah. shit where they're like rewriting the rules because of like the double taps out the window now because the T eight hundred. Yeah, the the zombies are evolving. And the soundtrack was great yes, as well. It really was. The cameos were great. The comedy was great. The action was heightened. Everything flowed. It was Yeah. Really good pace to the whole film. Yes. And we both gave it a, a five out of five stars. Yeah, there was I couldn't fault it anyway. Like in the parts where it was corny, it was meant to be. Like, yeah, you take you it for what it is. Correct. It was <laughs> just so good and I keep forgetting her name, but I absolutely adore Zoe her. Dutch. Thank you. She like she didn't steal the show, no, but she, she was a standout. She was a different element to what we're expecting. She was completely right for the moment she was in it, as yeah. was everybody. Yeah, they didn't like, drag anything out. Luke Wilson, he was to. basically identical to Woody Harrelson's character, and they, he and Woody had uh, basically a standoff on who parks their car in Rosario Dawson's character's driveway. Bit of innuendo there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, ma'am. And at the exact moment where you're like, oh, God, I hope they don't drag this out. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's tied they off. They don't. They don't. It's perfect. They know and their time. you're watching it and you're going like, this, this it's, it, it, it isn't by no stretch going to win any Oscars. It's, it's yeah. But it is a perfect film in the sense of you get everything out of it that you didn't know you needed. Yep. And you have a fun little story. And what I said to you yeah. in the last episode it's making me want a third one, but I really fucking no, hope they don't, don't do a third one. It's definitely, it definitely feels tied off and sort of resolved in terms of those character storylines in a sense of what we would need from it. So no need for a trilogy, but who knows? It could definitely occur in the next 10 years. Yeah.
there. That is Rhea Ripley's intro song of WWE wrestler, whose real name is Demi Bennett and graduated from Henley High School 2014, the high school in which I teach. And that was a fun little fact we discovered this week that... uh, Are you allowed to give out this info? Yeah, 100%. I'm promoting an old scholar here. Just quietly, it's... uh, it's, it's, uh Public knowledge, you can find this it's shit out on Wikipedia public or knowledge. Google. You can look her up on know. Google. But uh, yeah, very uh, exciting. A student who learnt at the school you teach at, exactly. and a student who learnt under friends of mine. You do. In the you do. Own industry. their socks. Yes. That's <laughs> we have socks with Rhea Ripley on. I'm like, yeah. we have an old scholar who has socks. Yeah, she's Amazing. cool, man. Yeah. I, I still, I actually have no idea if I've ever actually met her, but I've known of her for a long time. But our so lead in here is WWE World because... 2K20 dropped and it has been the biggest fucking glitch fest flop. in the history yeah. of glitch fests. Since uh, Fallout 76. Surpassing Fallout 74, 76, 78, Seven. 79, 69, 62. <laughs> Oy. Oy. 62. Good year, 86. Just throwing it out there. Love a good 86. Jesus. Sorry. You're on the You know, yeah. in the uh, hospitality industry, 86ing someone means firing them, or if a food item is out, it is 86. I did not know that. There you go. Fun fact, kids. I used to know why it was called that. I think it was because like, the 86th floor didn't exist in a certain building. Um, Just so you know, I need a sneeze, so it might happen. Okay, no, I can <laughs> see it. Your you. eyes are like about to fucking drip. <laughs> keep mad. going, keep going. 20k. <laughs> 20k. 20k. 2k. I wish I had 20k. 2k20, yo. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been Glitchfest Arama. Uh-huh. Uh, they released the patch for the Glitchfest today. Um, they've cleaned up a little bit, but it's if you've looked at any of the the gameplay and all that kind of stuff like graphics are way down since the yeah, previous year unfortunate. Um, the fact that it was released and it was so glitch worthy is kind of a joke because 2k they're they're better than that also uh, you look at huge yeah. they've done better than that. last year was one of their best ones yeah it really yeah. was like gameplay wise and everything like i was like wow we can only go up from here i was so wrong but you look at <laughs> you look at game uh, gaming companies like Rockstar who oh, yeah. were more GTA. than happy to push back GTA Five over yeah. a year. That's right. It's um, a tough call, but if you want some quality yeah, gaming, you, they they wanted a, do a, a solid product to be released. And I've I mean I think I blew my wad when we in the lost episode, and I've got really nothing else to say except the first. What was, was the skewy line? Oh, Hold yeah. my yeah. So uh, Fallout seventy six. Yep. It? We're all like, oh, yeah, we were the most glitch-worthy, worst first release ever in 2K20. WWE said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was, good. That's uh, good. It was good. And it's so fucking accurate. Like, I, I tried playing it today just for funsies, and I'm really not enjoying it. And I've A new patch came out today, though, right? Yeah. 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 And I've been uh, – it's my annual purchase for the last 20 fucking years, Jay. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you recommend people get this version of it or wait it out to 21? Uh, the only reason you get it is the only reason I have been the buying band. it for so long. No, no, not even oh. that. Is It's just updated roster. So there's guys Yeah, like exactly. Keith. It was a new... Same reason why we buy NBA. We want the new yeah. players on the new yeah. teams for this season. But like for me as well, like, uh, The Fiend was one of the reasons I, I got the deluxe edition because it was like you buy the deluxe edition you get the fiend the updated character of Bray Wyatt 
that was the DLC one which glitched hardcore, and I'm supposedly Ouch. supposed to reboot my entire system so I can re-upload it so it works properly because yeah. they sent out that whole oh yes we're aware of the problem it's fixed now. All you need to do is simply delete your DLC. Guess what? It's not simple. Not as simple as it you seems. You need to fucking reboot your entire fucking system, essentially. So that that's that's where I am. That's but, a downer, yeah. But, like, yeah, there's dudes, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, me, Yim, Ish, right? Rhea Ripley, who, like, I'm she in the players. game? Yeah, she is. That is Literally. bullshit. We have an old scholar in a video game. That is just so, you so cool. You were standing in the door the other day when I was playing it, and I wanted to say, oh, this is the Adelaide girl. But no you were shit. you were talking about I can't remember what the fuck you were talking oh, about. Some and, shit. Yeah, and I was just playing and I was having a good time because yeah. I was just like, ah, I love this chick. She's cool. Um, it was kind of it was. She's going places. It's just yeah, Adelaide Pride, which is fucked. <laughs> Her and Sia. <laughs> Sia. Sia, the singer. She's from Adelaide. And songwriter. She is from Adelaide. Huge what? deal. Yeah. Crazy. She's from cool. High as well. I hope so. <laughs> doubt, doubt it, but uh, I'll look up what school she's yeah. from. We'll talk about it next. John Travolta's in town in Adelaide as we speak That's for Supernova. That is why the lost episode happened. Like there was too much energy in the air, yeah. and it just exploded. T- the T man, Travolta, he's T- here. T diggity word. Got a friend in me, motherfucker. You got a friend in me, and we play that because you obviously recognise that as the Toy Story song. And we are talking about Toy Story Four today, which has just been released on 4K Blu-ray. It rhymes and DVD. And Mofo and I watched that Tuesday night, having not seen it yet. Yeah, we for both. Well, I like I, I said to you on the night, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, we can watch a movie because I've got nothing to watch. You said. And you're True like, nothing on a Tuesday. He said, we can watch Spider-Man. And I said, actually, I'm looking <laughs> to watch Toy Story. Which we did. Which we did. And you watched Spider-Man watched later. Spider-Man we watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season that, 6, yeah. the final three episodes before that. So a lot of uh, time together then on the couch that night. the kitchen and then the kitchen. I watched Spider-Man by myself. That's a big was, night. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we did watch Toy Story 4 and I went in going, do Wait, I need this? It was Tuesday. All right. So I watched Spider-Man on Wednesday, I think. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> um, I went into it going, do we need a fourth Toy Story? Like the third one of the trilogy felt so final. We'd seen that storyline finish with, you know, Andy passing his stories on going into college to this new character whose name we don't know, but this new little girl. Little girl voiced by the little girl that was in Ant-Man. Uh, little girl. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And really it was a story to sort of resolve, sort of see an ending to Woody's uh, That's the best way to describe it because, but yeah, it's, it's like you Woody's said, story. It was, it was Andy was always background fodder, yeah. But it was, it was the huge thing that like he's going to fucking college That's in the right. third one, yeah. And get your mic up there, sweetheart. Um, yep. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's one nineteen a.m. and I'm getting tighter and tighter by the minute. But we got this. Let's see it through. Yes, we do. So you. this this like a uh, this this Toy Story four. Almost felt like a spinoff, specifically yeah, for Woody, for, yeah. where Buzz, it, like even him as a character, like he was basically broken down as to almost like a punchline because he was 
focusing on in his inner thoughts, which was yeah. him pressing a button on his chest, yeah. telling him what he's to do. He's barely in it, really. Yeah, yeah. Think about so, like, it. he's like, barely in it. And then we've got Ducky and Bunny, who we've both agreed Key and Peele's characters are the highlight of the film, amazing. the comedic relief of the film. When they're trying to figure out how to <laughs> tease or whatever very from funny. the antique lady. I'd rewatch that oh part my for sure. Oh, God, yeah. Like, yeah. that itself That's could where we be got our a spin-off. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and I, I was just laughing. I'd love to see shit. those two characters in a spin-off, actually, in yeah. a Pixar spin-off. Um, you know, it, it was what it was. I gave it about a three out of five stars. I didn't need the film. I wasn't that was, in love with the uh, film. Uh, I appreciate it for what it was. I actually got annoyed at you by saying I don't need it. I'm like, yeah. you're buying it. Like, we're I know. Watch I've it. seen the others, it. so I have to see it. Yeah, well, which I got because you're you're a whore for collections. Yeah. Um, but I was like, got me personally going into it. I was just like. This is, uh, I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'm like, they wouldn't have made it otherwise. Yeah. And, and it I'm wasn't... like, it's a moneymaker. It's going to get yeah, your money at the yeah. box office. And that's, that's why you make it. It was very evident immediately. And then and it definitely feels fine. Everything, yes, it yeah. really did. And everything immediately from the fact that, you know, uh, Woody was left in the closet and all this kind of shit. It was just like, okay, I feel like they're, and, and Bo Pete's back. Yeah. It's just like, they're leading towards him, yeah. you know, having his real life yeah. away from living outside of being, being a, a child's possession correct yeah. yeah and your mate forky my mate forky voiced by tony hale from his rest development and and veep oh like oh my god this character is so weird <laughs> and what is and what and i got so annoyed by him trying to keep going back into the rubbish into the trash cans i was like what the Look, he's, he's going on for that first third of the film. Frankenstein's like, the monster. He knows he's an abomination. He yeah. doesn't want to live. He just That's wants. What it is. And then he gets convinced that he's trash, which is his word for toy. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And then he has kind of a will to live, which is strange. And then Christina Hendricks, who's a dolly. Hashtag madman. Yeah. Oh god. Hashtag beautiful redhead. Yeah. That's what you are. You love your westerns and you love your redheads. I'm lost now. Ooh, I don't even know what we're talking about. Sorry. Uh, Toy Story 4, MJK, Toy Story right. 4, but we're about done with it, really, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I, I appreciated the ending. I Your workmate, yeah. I believe, didn't. Yeah, she's like, I don't like the ending. It was stupid or sad or whatever it was. And like, it is what it is. But we've seen it now. I can tick it off my list and feel good about myself for that reason. All right. So uh, I guess we're leading into hashtag communication. How is your communication going? Hmm, what's that? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I uh, it's been okay. Yeah, it's been it's it's progressing slowly but surely. With us, I feel like we've hit a happy medium. Yes. Yep. There's there's no less text messages of hashtag communication, but still a communication between the two of us, so we know what's going on. I feel like it, it's it's not. Uh, I want to say valued communication. Yeah. Like tonight, I messaged you a picture of me patting. I saw that Maggie. and I didn't respond because yeah. I was I felt like you chugging didn't... down the rums. <laughs> I feel like you didn't need to. You're just like, okay, no, he's home. I, ho- I saw and it and touching I felt the dog. satisfied. Touching the dog. You Jesus. Were. You were. Like, they had a little handshake. It was cute. I, you have no idea how many pictures she b- fucking just destroyed. She was just so into getting a pat. Yeah, she's very up and about when Ve- you first get home. A lot of action. No, the, I, I'd had her relaxed at that point. I was home oh. for 10 minutes at that point. I well, I appreciate you lights. sending me the photo because I did see it, and well, that's about communicating. The, the pitch of your voice when I got home, like uh, saying when I was going to get home, yeah. you were like, 
and make sure she's with you in your room. And I was like, I'm going to watch Snowden in the Lounge Room. I do remember saying this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, okay, the pitch, she's worried about her girl. I'm going to make sure I send her a picture of, you know, that we're palling around. But yeah, she was, anytime I just went to be like, give her a pat, she was just, she was all over the place. She's up and about. She's she's a doll. So She's great. She's a, 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 a one of a kind. She's a great pooch. Friend. She's a great friend. And so, how how do you think your communication is going overall? Uh, work wise, uh, better. Yeah. Good. Communicated That's to your up. boss. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, With your mum. Yeah, we I, we did this in the last episode. I'm not doing it again. But my mum. He speaks to her. That's my, the most what matters. <laughs> my mother is a beautiful human, and. Uh, she she tests my patience sometimes, but that's all out of love, and she's amazing. So go, Jillian. You're and cool. there you go. That is good quality communication. Mm-hmm. That brings us to the end of episode four, season four. Check just, us out on Twitter. Just quietly, the last NAP episode podcast. Oh, earlier yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, Jade oh, went fuck. to lunch with. Oh her yeah, I did. I was very full. High school friends. Yeah. Who all brought their kitties, and she brought yeah. her parents. Yeah, yeah. True that. True that. <laughs> I I rocked up by myself, and my parents rocked up. You know, that's how small Adelaide is. Of course, they wave them over, and soon this three-year-old goes, "Pull up a chair." I'm like, oh man, the three-year-old. What's his name again? Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, he's very it's a very good cute. Name. Hudson. Yeah. What's his name? Hudson last? Simmons. Good fucking name, gang. Solid name. choice. Solid life choice. So yeah, I had lunch with my parents and friends today, which was random, but actually quite quite enjoyable. So. All right. Well, um, so we're oh, kicked the hour. Beautiful. Yeah. I know this was a struggle for you. Thank you, Jade, for staying up. I am definitely. Contemplating just going straight to bed in these clothes, but I won't. You need a shower because you've no, no, I'm cigars. showered. I'm showered. You smoke cigars. Girl. People were smoking shower. cigars around us. All right. Oh, we can't help it. Um, Jade doesn't smoke. She's no. a educator. She would never yeah. do such a thing. She definitely didn't make me smoke a cherry cigar. Nah, nah. And I never, definitely didn't never, smoke never. two. And then had mad spinning vibes, yeah. which was actually really pleasant because it relaxed me. He's actually had his eyes closed the whole podcast. You just don't I know. really you have. You can't see it. Yeah. And uh, what can we do about that? Exactly. You know what I really like about not knowing what to do about it? Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to us at Not Another Podcast. You can find us on our Podbean account online at Not Another Podcast, spelt with two T's, dot podbean.com. And you can also find us, spelt with two T's, on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.